0: USA Wealth Group, Inc. presents Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance and Pete Lance are your hosts for the next hour, talking retirement topics and having the retirement conversation for those at or nearing retirement. For more than 20 years, USA Wealth Group has been committed to helping families protect and grow their wealth. The conversation starts now. Welcome to Money Wise Radio.
1: Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to MoneyWise. We're so happy to have you with us this morning. Today is Sunday, and we're gonna be talking about a very misunderstood topic today, which is the subject of annuities. What are they, what are they not? Are they good for you, are they not good for you? There's a lot of myths and a lot of misconceptions, and we're gonna clear that up today. So, as Mark Twain once said, all you need in this life is ignorance and confidence. And then success is sure. But first, I'd like to welcome
2: Pete Lance. Good morning, Pete. Good morning. First of all, you welcomed me first, which is odd. And second of all, you called me Pete. It's very strange. Well, that's your name. You and Mama are the only ones who call me Peter, and I don't think you've ever strayed from that. Well, it's what you get used
1: to, I suppose. But you look more like Peter than Pete to me. So welcome. Uh, Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Welcome, Peter. And Pete, tell people a little bit about, about your background and what it is that you do and what's your very important uh, designation that you have, yes, and credentials that you have. I think that's very important. I think
2: that everybody who is a listener of this show knows, because you bring it up every single time, that I am an investment advisor representative, which means that I can uh, deal in all manners of you know stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, all those things. Um, I can take a look at somebody's portfolio and do a Morningstar report report it's a good analysis that really shows how your portfolio is performing against the s p 500 as a benchmark just as an example we can use other benchmarks Um, really shows how it's you know how it's doing and it goes into great detail um, usually much more detail than most people care to look at but um, it's it's useful And one thing you cannot do is you cannot talk about specific products on the radio show, can you? Correct. Nope, can never do that. Um, The other thing and the last thing I'll mention is that that Morningstar analysis also does have a stress test which shows what should happen if we had another big financial crisis like we saw end of 2007 into the beginning of 2009. Um, And also, you know, what would happen if we had another really good market increase. Well, as I said, today we're going to be talking about the pros and cons, but we have one other very
1: important guest with us this morning, and that is attorney Tenny Lance. So good morning, Tenny.
3: Good morning. Good morning, everyone.
1: And Tenny, you are the uh, representative of Lance Law, Inc., and you do primarily what in your law practice?
3: Well, our law firm is primarily related to estate planning and elder law real estate, um, and so forth. And I believe I'm here with you this morning because of the work we do with the Medicaid program, and we'll talk more about that later.
1: So Medicaid is a benefit for somebody who may have to go into a nursing home, and sometimes we do annuities in connection with that in order to convert assets into income. Right. Okay, especially if there's a a marriage situation and one spouse remains at home, it might be a good way to create income for the spouse who's at home.
3: Absolutely. It's it's complicated. We'll talk about it a little later.
1: So w- one of the things I found in my reading, I majored in English literature when I was in college, uh, Peter's shaking his head with some skepticism here.
2: No, not skepticism, just sort of like, yes, I know that all too well because... You are really good at correcting people people's grammar, and um, everybody in this office has written something at some point that has been edited two, three times by you. <laughs> well, you know, I ain't ready for that kind of comment yet, but we
1: will go on. So when you were growing up, Pete, you got to read a lot of books, didn't you?
2: Yes, I wish I had the time that I did when I was growing up because I love to read. It's something I really enjoy doing and I just don't have as much time as I would like to read. I've got easily a dozen books right now that are on my to-do list to read and I physically have them in my house. I just haven't been able to open them yet. And right now I'm currently in the middle of reading three different books, two for business and one for pleasure. But when you were very young, we would go to a bookstore
1: almost every single weekend. And you were allowed to pick out one book that you would read.
2: Remember that? Mm, I don't really remember that all too well. I just remember, I do remember, you know, a little bit later on in life, not going quite as often as that, but letting you always said, I'll always buy you a book if you want to read. I remember yep. you saying that. And that really uh, inculcated in you the desire to
1: read. So it's it's a great reading habit, isn't it?
2: It is. And again, I really enjoy it. Wish I had more time. My boys do not like to read at all, so I'm glad at least my daughter loves to read, and she reads a lot. She's a voracious reader. Hey, that's a good word.
1: (laughs) So we'll impress each other with some vocabulary this morning. You know what I liked about Mark Twain is that he's so relevant today. Uh, He actually lived between 1835 and he died in 1910. So he was in the last century, but he had a really good eyesight uh, on... Uh, politics and world events and so forth one of the things I always liked that he said was suppose you were an idiot and suppose you were a member of Congress but I repeat myself (laughs) Uh, that one I like and that sometimes is
3: totally relevant sometimes that's
1: as relevant today as it was when he first wrote it that's what I like about him so we're gonna talk about Mark Twain a little bit today as well but mostly we want to talk about the pros and cons of annuities you know Putting away money for retirement is not easy. And once you figure out how much money you might need to save, then the real planning begins. So we do a lot of work with annuities in our office here and they can help you supplement your retirement income. Maybe you've got a pension, maybe you've got social security coming in. They're not necessarily right for everyone, but if you would care to meet with us, either me or Pete, for example, we can tell you whether something may work for you or not.
2: And it really is interesting because a lot of people that we do meet with do have um, some sort of bad taste in their mouth, if you will, about annuities, unless they're really you know, well versed on them or, or really understand why they could potentially be a very, very good thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, in real simple terms, an annuity is simply a contract between you and an insurance company and you pay for the annuity usually through a lump sum. Sometimes you may do it with payments over time. The insurance company then invests your money, and then from these earnings, the insurance company will make regular payments to you if you want to do it that way, or they'll let you build it for later if you want to leave it as an inheritance, for example. But the exact payment structure of every single annuity is going to be different based upon what your goals are and what you're looking to do and what you, what you agree upon with your insurance company.
3: So simply said, an annuity is nothing more than a contract between you and an insurance company, right? Exactly.
1: Yep. And there's three main kinds of annuities, aren't there, Pete? There's there are. fixed,
2: variable, or indexed. Correct. And uh, fixed used to be uh, more popular. Um, it's really the fixed index that are much more popular and much more recommended nowadays. Uh, variable annuities is part of the reason, um, uh, variable annuities are part of the reason I should say why some people probably have a bad taste in their mouth, um, about them because, uh, variable annuities you can lose some of your principal. However, most of them have certain guarantees. So at the end, you will at least get your principal back. So let's go through the three main types. The fixed annuity basically
1: guarantees you a guaranteed minimum rate of interest on your money. We do some of those as well, as well as a fixed number of payments, which by the way, could be for your lifetime. And a variable annuity on the other hand allows you to put your money into different securities, such as mutual funds. And then the payment you get will be based upon how well your investment performs. So basically you're in mutual funds, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, you're in the stock market with a variable annuity. Correct, and that's why a lot of people don't like variable annuities because it's less predictable. What we do a lot of is the indexed annuity because that combines the benefits of the fixed annuities and also the benefits of the variable products. So what you earned from an indexed annuity, uh, the returns are not based upon your investment decisions. Instead, your money will be based upon how well a stock market index performs, like the S&P 500 index, for example. So a lot of the contracts that we do will have the S&P 500 as an index.
3: And the S&P 500 is a much more stable index than some of the other ones. Is that right?
2: Yep it is uh, definitely right there's certainly others that there's even some that have been doing better than that index um, But usually those are what's called a two-year index so you don't really know what you're going to earn for two years but um, the, the way that i like to sort of simplify things is to just say um, i like to think of an annuity as a long-term cd that's the way that i like to explain it to um, people who sit with me um, you're looking at three, five, seven, or 10 years usually are the length. However, CD rates are really not great right now um, with annuities, including some that we'll get into later. They have um, much better th- uh, rates than a CD would, and in some cases with the fixed index annuity, much, much better potential for growth. Um, but also with the CD, you have to claim your taxes every year on uh, the interest earned so it doesn't compound the way that a tax-deferred annuity is, and they are all tax-deferred. Well, going back to Mark
1: Twain for a minute, um, I'm going to focus a little bit on some of the things that he said. Patriotism is supporting your country all the time and your government when it deserves it. He was a, a very good observer of the patriotic scene. There must have been a lot of conflict during his time as there is today as well. Well, we're going to take a, a short break. We're going to come back and we're going to talk a little bit more about the fixed indexed annuities because the reason that we say it's fixed is because it's principal protected. You won't lose your principal. So we're going to come back and talk about that in just a moment. Stay with us.
0: You're listening to MoneyWise with the Money Guys. Hosted by Ray Lance and Pete Lance. If you have questions about retirement, call today 508 998 8858. That's 508 998 8858 for a consultation or a second opinion on your current retirement plan. 508 998 8858. And now, back to MoneyWise with the Money Guys.
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Today we're talking about annuities, pros, cons, different types of annuities, and so forth. We hope that by the end of this show, if you've had some confusion in the past, then maybe we can clear up some of that confusion. And welcome back to attorney, Tenny Lance. Welcome back, Tenny. Thank you. And welcome back to you too, Pete. You know, you. Pete, you and I co-host this show a lot. And obviously we have a lot to say. Uh, Mark Twain had a lot to say too Did you know that? Mark Twain once said Age is an issue of mind over matter If you don't mind it doesn't matter
2: That's <laughs> a good one I like
1: Mark Twain I'll give you one more Mark Twain Then we're going to move on
2: Do you like cats Pete? Um, less and less <laughs>
3: <laughs> Why? Why? I,
2: I'm, I grew up only loving cats really Because we never really had a, Well we had one dog But I don't know I was just always a cat person and I'm becoming less and less of a cat person. I don't think I will get another cat when the two that I have are gone. They wake me up three or four times a night, crawling all over me, and <laughs> almost three, four times a week, I wake up to some form of cat vomit somewhere in the house to clean up. <laughs> well, I woke I'm the up this one that changes the cat boxes. <laughs> I woke up this morning and he had taken the sheets down off my
1: my body, nicely bare chested. And all of a sudden, I felt this tongue licking
2: me. And it was my cat. <laughs> Poor cat. Well, every, uh, every morning when I wake up and I look down on the floor beside my bed and I see my dog sleeping peacefully on her dog bed, I rub her belly and I say, this is why I'm loving dogs more and more, as the cats have woken me up three or four times through the night. <laughs> well, Mark Twain once said, a man who carries a
1: cat by the tail... Learn something he can learn in no other way. (laughs) I've never carried a cat by the tail, have you, Pete?
2: I don't think I would try. I think that's what he's getting at.
1: Maybe little kids do.
2: You would lose skin at the
1: very least. Well, let's come back to the pros and cons of annuities and different types of annuity. You know, it's hard to decide how to put money aside for retirement. I guess one of the big features on a deferred annuity would be the fact that if you have it there and it sits there, and it's earning interest, obviously. Then you're not paying income taxes currently on the earnings; it's right. tax
2: deferred. And so you take money out. And that's what I was getting at before, is it's compounding interest because they are tax deferred. So yeah, annuities are you know a hot topic for sure, and um, everybody has a different opinion on them, no matter where you go. But uh, basically, we're going to get into the nitty gritty and just break down the annuities. Um, and the features of them today. And there are several kinds, as we mentioned. Um, We have talked about them before, but the bottom line is that annuities are like stocks, bonds, CDs, or really any any other financial product, um, really any other financial vehicle that you can use to really strategically position your retirement um, money, your retirement assets, to meet your objectives.
1: So we're going to go through a whole series of Uh, individual facts that everybody should know about annuities and we've already said that the money can grow tax deferred if you don't need it it sits there and it continues to accumulate so what that means simply is if you're not paying taxes on the earnings currently it's going to compound even faster for you it's going to grow faster than say a savings account in a bank where you have to pay taxes on the interest every year don't you yes right exactly so the reason that we like the fixed annuity concept is because it's principal protected. And if it's a straight fixed annuity, no other uh, feature to it, then you will get a guaranteed rate of interest. And we do some of those too. We call those MYGAs, don't we? M-Y-G-A, Multi-Year Guaranteed Annuity. Correct. And, um,
3: what I think is so exciting about these products right now is that they do guarantee the principal. And uh, for folks who are in the stock market or have mutual funds, there's great concern right now about the volatility of the stock market.
2: Sure. The MIGAs, I, I said before that most annuities have three, five, seven, ten year terms. Um, MIGAs have three, four, five, six, all the way up to ten years and the rates of return are anywhere from 3.5 to 3.9 so that's a decent return that's guaranteed and it's basically a fixed annuity
1: and for most people that's pretty much the only place where you can get returns like that today so um, when we we've talked about the three different main types of annuities fixed variable and index Uh, I would say today we're not going to talk much about the variable annuity because we simply haven't been doing those for a long time, have we? Right. Because you're really in the stock market.
2: And you know, again, annuities can be, depending on the type of product, they can be complex, they can be hard to understand, that's why it's important for us to sit down with you and if we do recommend, and it's not always, um, and there are certain variables and there's you know certain ratios that the insurance companies are looking at. So they're not for everyone, but if we do recommend one, we can give you the details on really um, you know, what an annuity is and why we're recommending it. Um, and you have to understand it. Clients have to understand it. Right, and we can't do that without sitting down with you. So let's talk about the difference
1: between an immediate annuity or a deferred annuity. So let's say you have a lump sum of money and and you need to get payments right away, and you say, I'm gonna hand over 50000 or or $100,000, but I wanna get payments out of it. I'd like it only to be in there for a five-year period. So if you wanna think about it, that's roughly $20,000 a year plus some interest. And we can get a quotation on a five-year immediate annuity. And what that means is you give the insurance company this lump sum of money, but you immediately begin receiving a check. You can get it every single month. With a deferred annuity, um, you can still get money out of it. We'll talk about that in a minute. But basically, you're saying you don't necessarily need the money right now. You might not need it for a while. You might want it to be something that your family or your spouse will inherit at some point in time. So you have the option to take money out, but normally you, you may not take payouts until a later period of time, or you might even wait until it matures, so it's, it's gonna be either immediate, you wanna take monthly payments right now, or deferred. And if you take the regular payments now, then your contributions can continue to grow uh, tax deferred in the meantime. So the benefit of a fixed annuity, we don't do a lot of those, but we do some, is you get a guaranteed rate of return. You know right ahead going in, you're gonna make 3.5% over the next three years and you'll know exactly what you're gonna make.
2: Yeah, and um, again, there are a lot of different types and kinds of annuities, and they all work differently. Some have fees, some have higher fees than others. That's a good point. Some don't have any fees at all. Um, A lot of them don't have any fees at all. It really depends, and there's things that are called riders that we can recommend in certain situations um, that could be very beneficial to you now or in the future. Those might have a fee associated with them, but a lot of them don't have fees, and the fees are charged, if there are any, by the insurance company, not by us. Um, some financial advisors will only sell annuities, and there's other financial advisors that aren't licensed to. There's some advisors that will use them much more strategically, like we will, um, and only in situations where it really makes sense to. Um, and really, you can read a lot of, our, a lot of articles, um, things online, Throughout the media that really misrepresent annuities, you can talk to your you know family and friends who don't like them, or do like them, and and a lot of people just simply don't understand them enough to offer a valid opinion. Yep, I would agree with that,
1: and let me ask you a question, Pete. Do you have to be in good health to get an annuity, like no. you do with life insurance? No. So if you want to get a life insurance policy, you sometimes have to go through a physical or at least answer questions about your Physical health. You don't have to do that with an annuity, do you? No, you don't. Okay, that's important to know. You know, Mark Twain once said, giving up smoking is the easiest thing in the world. I know because I've done it thousands of times.
2: (laughs) I quit smoking twice. The first time lasted only about two or three years, and the second time it's now been almost nine years. Good. Don't ever go back. I won't. I talked
1: to somebody recently who lost his spouse and then took up smoking again. And it's just a really bad thing to do. Well, it's always important to stay healthy in any event, but you don't need to be in any particular health to qualify for an annuity. They don't ask any health-related questions. So one other thing from Mark Twain, he also said, the only way to keep your health is to eat what you don't want, drink what you don't like, and do what you'd rather not. Like exercise.
2: Yeah, I've had a broken foot for five weeks, and I'm finally ready to get back to the gym, and it's been a long five weeks, and it's been tough.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, you have to stay off of it and rest it for a while. So we have talked about what an annuity is. It's a contract with a financial institution, an insurance company. Uh, The money grows on a tax-deferred basis, not tax-free, You can put an IRA kind of account into it. Um, You can put a 403B or a 401K. In fact, we always tell people when you retire, if you've got a 401K or a 403B, maybe you were a teacher or something like that, get the money out of those accounts and get it into an IRA type account. Then the question becomes, where do you invest the money? Well, if you have an IRA, you can put it in the bank, you can put it in the stock market, you can put it in mutual funds, but you'll have more risk and more volatility. Or you can also put your IRA into an annuity, can't you, Pete?
2: Absolutely. So it's
1: it's sort of a pension-like vehicle. And there's pros and cons, just like any other investment. With um, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, you have risk. You don't have that kind of a risk and a fixed indexed annuity, for example.
2: Right. And I would say the biggest thing that people take from... You know, meeting with you or me or both of us is—they f- first of all feel like we've helped them, usually immensely, get their goals finally put into place. But also, this is probably the second biggest thing that we hear is, "I now understand this. You put it into simple terms for me to understand. You took the time to explain it to me, Good. and now I really understand. You know what an annuity is or what a mutual fund is or." you know what an estate plan is any any of those things that we discuss we're going to take a short break i want to tell you one other thing mark twain
1: said um before we take our break he he was a man who was ahead of his time or maybe the times that he lived in were similar today he said there is no distinctly american criminal class except congress
3: (laughs) he was very tough
1: he was a pretty saucy individual we'll be right back ladies and gentlemen
0: This is Money Wise Radio with Ray and Pete Lance, powered by the USA Wealth Group. Collectively, more than 80 years of experience helping clients define and plan for their retirement goals. To begin a retirement consultation, call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio.
1: and welcome back ladies and gentlemen to money wise today we're talking all about annuities because it's an interesting topic we've got many clients that put money into annuities they do it for retirement they do it for immediate income if they need immediate income we're also celebrating uh, some of the wonderful things that mark twain said in his career i just always enjoyed some things we can't talk about on the air he was truly a man ahead of his time like well, no, I can't even mention it was really awful. But he wrote some pretty outrageous things in his time that were scandalous. So, if you want to read some good stuff sometime, read Mark Twain. And many of the things that he wrote and said are so applicable for today. So he said, for example, "We have the best government that money can buy."
2: <laughs> I was. That's for sure. I, I waited like not even a, I don't know, two tenths of a second before I realized that there wasn't going to be anything added to that. <laughs> Well, Gosh,
3: we watched Vice the other night. If you want to watch a really scary movie, ladies and gentlemen, look at Vice. The
1: movie Vice, yeah. Wow. It was on Netflix, I think. But um, it's spooky because you think about this is probably how every government works all the time. <laughs> you think, are we safe? Are we safe? <laughs> So let's come back to annuities. We talked about the difference between immediate annuity, which pays you out a check every month immediately. So, Pete, let me ask this question. What if you have a deferred annuity and it accumulates money for, oh, let's say two or three years, and then now you'd like to get out money on a regular monthly basis and get a regular monthly check? I guess when we do that, we sit down and look at somebody's budget and say, what are your income sources? What are your expenses? Do you have a monthly shortfall? Maybe your shortfall is, say, $400 a month, but you've got this annuity that we set up a few years ago, and can you start
2: just taking like $400 a month? Uh, You can if you want to. It's usually called annuitizing, but we normally structure things in a way that, you know, typically for most of the people that we recommend an annuity to, that doesn't always have to happen. And usually they can wait until the end of the term, but that's not always the case.
1: So if you annuitize an annuity, that simply means you're going to say, take the whole lump sum, look at my life expectancy, and I want to get a check, uh, a regular check for the rest of my life. So if you're doing that, then that's really annuitizing the annuity. But you can also do systematic withdrawal, which means you're allowed to take, for most companies, 10% a year without paying any penalty or surrender charge. So if 10%, let's say, is... $12,000, then maybe you take a check for $1,000 each month. And you can set it up that way, you can set it up so that income taxes would be withheld, and you can even have it automatically deposited directly into your account. So there's lots, lots of flexibility about how you take money out. Alternatively, in the event you pass away, then whoever you've named as your beneficiary or beneficiaries will receive the money. And they will get it without any penalty, without any surrender charge, and then they've got their own options for what they do with it.
2: We've actually had several large annuities um, that we recommended to clients um, who, fairly, you know, recently after the contract was issued, passed away, you know, six months or a year, mm-hmm. and they've received um, some earnings, and in some cases, they received a significant bonus. The bonuses, by the way, on some of these, they're not um, always recommended because there can be, not with all of them, but there can be a small fee attached to some of the bonuses. But the bonuses are significant, and I can't say the number, but they're really significant bonuses. So yeah, we, we can't talk about the numbers in the air. Right. So just, you know, I can't tell you the numbers, but it's a large amount of money that instantly is added on top of your contract right away from day one. and. Some of these that we recommended had these large bonuses, and then the spouse passes away uh, unexpectedly, and then the surviving spouse can do their own annuity um, and get another bonus. mm mm-hmm. yep. So
1: we've seen people uh, earn some significant amounts of money when that happens. And we'd be happy to review it with you anytime, by the way. Give us a call at 508-998-8858. And And I've
3: heard you talk to people and say, we understand that you probably have lost money recently in the stock market or with mutual funds, but we could probably, with bonuses, uh, make up that loss for you. So that's a super benefit of an annuity. We've seen that a lot
1: recently. We also have a good handout. It's called the ABCs of Protected Retirement Income. A guide to understanding the advantages and costs of fixed index annuities and it answers some questions it's only about four pages long it says what is an annuity what are the basics of fixed index annuities how fias or fixed index annuities work uh, types of annuities uh, could it be right for you and it answers questions about surrender charges commissions and then don't go it alone so if you'd like that handout to have a little bit more understanding, get in touch with our office, and we'd be happy to send one to you. Uh, It's uh, copyrighted material, obviously. So what happens if somebody inherits an annuity, let's say? Uh, Let me direct this a little bit in your direction, Tenny. Um, Let's say you've named a beneficiary on your annuity, and it's not an IRA account. This is an important distinction you had money in a savings account, you wrote a check for $100,000, you bought an annuity for a hundred, And now when you die, it's worth $120,000 because it's earned some interest. And the beneficiary now, they're gonna get that check for $120,000. There's no waiting period, there's no uh, delays. Um, what do they have to report for income on that annuity, if you know? So basically, I'll answer the question, The $100,000 is principal. They don't pay any income tax on that. Um, On the other hand, the interest that was earned and accumulated, the $20,000, that will be taxable income. It's like earning interest in the bank. You've got to pay taxes on it.
3: And I assume it's reportable in a single year?
1: Yes, correct.
3: You're the tax man.
1: That's true. So I'll just answer my own question.
2: The Beatles wrote a song about you. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh Really? What's it called? Ray?
2: The tax man.
1: Oh, the tax man? <laughs> oh. Okay. Ray the tax man. I'll, I'll put that on my epitaph. Ray the tax man. Let's see. I'll have to think of something else I can add on to that, I suppose.
2: Your, your wife can think of several, I'm sure.
1: No, she's waving at me.
2: Um, all right. Let's move on.
1: I, I, I have to give you this really great quotation from Mark Twain i'm surprised he doesn't live in this age we have a lot of controversy in the country right now he said definition of a patriot the person who can holler the loudest without knowing what he's hollering about
3: oh hollering lies
1: that's that's uh, applicable for both sides of the equation today right
2: well state of affairs
1: do something for your family and do something for yourself if you need more money If you don't wanna be in the stock market, for example, a great alternative place to be is in uh, the annuity market. It's a great way to invest money. Everything that we're investing in for clients is principal protected, so you cannot lose principal. Now, when you uh, take money out of an annuity, uh, virtually every single company, and certainly the ones that we work with, allows you to take out 10% penalty-free a
2: year. And you can plan that and you can time that. And that's part of what we have to do as your planners to discuss, you know, do you need any um, funds right now? And if so, then we simply do a smaller annuity. Um, We're very cautious and careful about what we recommend and how we recommend it. Most of the companies allow 10% a year immediately. Some companies, they make you wait one year prior to being able to take out 10%. But we're always very mindful of what we recommend with each individual person.
1: Yep. And so if you needed the money, you can generally pull out 10% of your year uh, of of the annuity value uh, in any given year without any penalty or surrender charge. So that doesn't mean you're going to get guaranteed payments for life, but it might be a more flexible way to access your annuity funds without having to annuitize it and without losing control of your cash value. So... If you take money out, and it's not an IRA account, and you take out, say, 10% a year, only the interest portion of that is going to be taxable as income because you've earned interest. But if you're actually pulling out principal, then the principal portion is not going to be taxable. So we can explain that to you in a little bit more detail. On the other hand, if your annuity is invested in an IRA kind of an account, um, then It's always going to be 100% ordinary income, just as any IRA withdrawal would be. So lots and lots of ways to do this. Uh, We have great experience. We've been doing this for, uh, I don't know, 20, 25 years. And there's questions that you have. We we would be happy to answer them.
2: And one of the biggest misconceptions about um, annuities is, you know, if I die, my beneficiaries don't receive anything. The insurance company, you know, will keep my money, and that's absolutely not true with the deferred annuities that we recommend. But okay. that's just a misconception that's out there. Now Teddy,
1: sometimes you have somebody who's going into a nursing home, let's say. Let's say it's a husband and wife, and the husband has to go into a nursing home and you're only allowed to keep a certain amount of money for the at home spouse, correct?
3: Yes, between the at-home spouse and the institutionalized so-called spouse, you could only have 139000 in order to be eligible for Medicaid. So let's say you have uh, a lot of money in the bank, and it's about that $139,000. The excess in the bank has to be spent down so-called in order for your husband to be eligible for Medicaid. For the nursing home cost, yeah. Right, unless you decide that you want to take that excess and invest it in an immediate annuity for the at-home spouse.
1: So what that does then is it creates income for the at-home spouse. So if you're allowed to keep $139,000, but you've got $239,000, the spouse who remains at home could take that extra $100,000 put it into an annuity, generate immediate income, and be able to keep all the income.
3: Right. It's pretty complicated, but uh, we can help you with that. If you are facing a nursing home situation right. and you're over that 139000 come and talk with us.
1: So I want to explore that in a little bit more detail when we come back right after our last break. So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm.
0: Call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Money Wise is in many places. If you missed a minute of the show or want to listen to past episodes of Money Wise, go online to usawealthgroup.com and click on the radio page. That's usawealthgroup.com.
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're telling you a lot of information today about annuities. We were just uh, before the break talking about what happens if one spouse in a marriage has to go into a nursing home. There's a limitation on how much the at-home spouse is able to keep. So, Attorney Teddy Lands was explaining that, yeah, they can keep the house. And they can keep $139,000 of other assets. But if you have more assets than that, Tenny, then you have to spend the assets down to $139,000 before the person in the nursing home can qualify for Medicaid assistance from the government, right?
3: Right. And the way you spend that down is the important thing to keep in mind. Because if you simply spend it by paying for the nursing home, then you've really... Uh, done a disservice to yourself and your family, and your family.
1: So, so I know sometimes you can prepay funeral and burial expenses with that excess money.
3: Always, yeah.
1: Sometimes you might go out and buy a new car because the spouse at home uh, needs a new vehicle. You got an old car at home,
3: right? So but th- that's there aren't very many options, and the annuity is a really good option.
1: So the other thing you could do is you could take some of that extra cash, and instead of just paying it. Ten, twelve, fifteen thousand dollars a month to the nursing home. You could put it into an, an immediate annuity that now gives income to the at-home spouse, and the at-home spouse is allowed to keep all their income. Yes. Cool. So sometimes we will help uh, and work out an annuity with Tenny, uh for the client in order to spend down money to make the person in the nursing home eligible. Very important.
2: I think point. you are the first person to ever say cool when talking about annuities. But they are kind of cool. They are cool. So Mark Twain once said, let
1: us endeavor so to live so that when we come to die, even the undertaker will be sorry. It's a rule for life feed. We're
2: just doing only Mark Twain quotes today, right?
1: Uh, It looks like it. Unless you have a good one from Rodney. Not off the top of my head. Well, he also said something that is applicable for any generation. He said, Mark Twain, clothes make the man. Naked people have little or no influence on society.
2: Okay. I, that was one I wasn't a big fan of. but
3: I'm just trying to figure that out. Oh. Well,
1: all right, let's move on. Um, so annuities can have fees or no fees. So some of the annuities that you work with, Pete, uh, there will be a fee, and most of them, to my recollection, are just under 1% an annual fee of just under 1%, right? Correct. But you
2: can also do annuities that have no fees at all. Usually the fees, well, not usually, the fees are really only if you have a rider attached to them. And a rider, you can have an income rider, you can have an enhanced death benefit rider, you can have all kinds of different riders, but the most popular one is that bonus. But there are some annuities that don't even have a fee for their bonus. Um, So again, it all depends on the situation and, and the individual person or people that I'm sitting across from as to what is recommended and what the client ultimately chooses. Mm -hmm. But most annuities don't have a fee at all associated with them unless you have one of those riders, but they are um, generally just under 1%. Okay.
3: Um, Let me ask you a question that I've heard about annuities, that they may not be safe products. Is that true?
1: No, it's not true. Annuities... Uh, there's a state insurance fund, but um, annuities are also based on the stability of the insurance company. Uh, that is true. That's a good point and because we only work with A-rated companies. Right.
3: So. That's what I want. We only to work with out.
1: solid companies. We've never seen any issue with any uh, insurance company that we've worked with.
3: And nobody's lost a dime of principle.
1: And what happens is that AM Best and Standard & Poor's, or S&P, Uh, They rate companies. So when you work with an annuity with anybody, whether it's us or another company, you want to make sure that the company that you're working with is an A-rated company as much
2: as possible. And that's always been our philosophy here in our office. And one of the most basic things that we only briefly touched on at the very beginning is how fixed index annuities, which are typically what we recommend, work. And that's, you know, they're, they're tied to an index or indexes in the market. And there are different options that we go over with you. And again, we explain everything in plain English. So they're tied to the stock market, but they are not in the stock market. Your money is not in the stock market. So over the past you know, two years, with the exception of the past few months with how volatile the market's been, we've been seeing really record returns from um, people who did annuities a year ago, two years ago, whatever. Um, and they're coming up on their anniversary dates really just amazing returns on something where you cannot lose a nickel of your principal. Yep. So it's probably a little difficult to explain in the radio sometimes, but a fixed index annuity
1: can have a a number of different ways that they earn interest. And we go over that in some detail with you. Uh, We call them index options. And um, yeah, we've seen some excellent returns over the past few years. Right now, the stock market is down. The S&P 500 index is down. But ironically, I think it's a great time to get into them because if the index is down now, and you get into the market now, uh, the index when it goes back up again, then you're going to earn even more money.
2: Yeah, the Dow is down about six thousand points from its record high back at the beginning of this year. Um, So that's what I've been telling people is it's really, you know, potentially a really good time to get into a fixed index annuity while the market is down, and you know it's still volatile, yes, but We fully expect that a year from now that the markets will be, you know, soaring again.
3: And because you may have lost money by being in the market with your retirement products, you might be able to make that up with the bonuses, right? Uh,
1: That's certainly a possibility. Um, We do not give investment advice on the radio. We're not allowed to do that, but we can talk to you about that in person and talk to you about
2: All the options. And again, it it depends on each person's individual case and what portfolio they are in, how much of a hit they have taken um, versus somebody else who might have not taken as much of a hit if they're in more conservative funds. So it really depends on the individual, which is why it's important to to sit with us. And just, you know, generally we
1: just say don't put it off until, you know, the next day. Mark Twain once said, never put off till tomorrow what you can do the day after tomorrow. (laughs) But that's not necessarily good financial advice, is it, Pete? No, definitely not. <laughs> so one of the things that we like to tell people, too, is that when we sell financial products, including uh, fixed-indexed annuities, we don't work with only one company because we are an independent financial advisor, an independent office.
2: That's a really good point also. There's so many what's called captive agents out there who can only work with one company and therefore usually only one or two different types of annuities. Uh, we work with um, a bunch of different companies, again only A rated companies, and the products and the rates are constantly changing, so we can selectively pick and choose what we recommend to you um, currently with the absolute best product out there. Mhm. Um so do you things do you do things to stay healthy generally, Pete? Generally, yeah. I I do cheap on my diet more than I would like to, I'd get a pizza here or there. But it's hard to be disciplined. I do eat pretty clean. So, um, Do you ever read any health books? Um, no, not usually. Okay. Self-help books, but not health books. Okay.
1: Well, Mark Twain once said, "Be careful about reading health books. You may die of a
2: misprint." <laughs> I thought that was kind of cute. That that needs a rim shot. But um, Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: I never heard of that kind of phraseology before. Well, if you have questions at all about annuities, um, give us a call, 508-998-8858. The other thing that I would like to explain is that you never put all of your money into mutual funds. You never put all of your money into the stock market. You never put all of your money into an annuity.
3: And you don't keep it all in the bank.
1: And you never should keep it all in the bank. So if you keep it all in the bank right now, you're earning very, very little interest. The bank's making money, you are not. But the insurance companies themselves, as well as our standards in this office, will not allow you to take all of your money and put it all into an annuity. They wanna know that you've got uh, maybe half of your money is in something else, but not into an annuity. So when you meet with us, we're not looking to take all of your money out of the bank, for example, and put it all into an annuity we can't do that, you shouldn't do that. And we go through a budget sheet with you and we find out what all of your investment assets are and we look at your goals and we look at your wishes. And um, mostly we're independent agents, aren't we Pete? Yeah, and again, it's
2: really important. Uh, Same thing with Lance Family Insurance Agency. That is an independent agency, so instead of just working for one company that you may see spending a fortune on advertisement, Um, we have, you know, 30 different companies across the board that we can work with. So the same thing with the financial services products, our home and auto and commercial insurance, we can shop many more companies than a captive agent and get the best product at the best rate. Remember one thing when you, when you think about building your own retirement
1: plan, um, think of it as like building your dream house. You, you have to have a plan and Needs a good foundation, but you need to plan, you need to think about it. We always start out with making sure that you know what your budget is, what
2: your income is, what your other resources are. We look at everything in context. And then we go over in great detail a plan. Um, If you do need more income um, and you have multiple sources uh, where you could pull that income from, we uh, go over step one here is where you should pull it from first, step two, and and create a, a solid plan. So, as we wrap up today talking about annuities, um,
1: there's been, unfortunately, a lot of misconceptions about them over the years. Hopefully, we've cleared some of this up for you. Uh, They can be complicated. They can be simple. They might be right for you. They might not be for you. But step one is just give us a call at 508-998-8858. Make an appointment and sit down and find out if it might be good
2: for you. You can use them for money in the bank. You can use them for a retirement account. The last thing I'll mention before we wrap up is a lot of people still will meet with us and then say, how much do I owe you for today? And we do not charge for any of our consultations. Good. Good point. Uh, Attorney Tony Lance, thank you for being with us today.
3: Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Um, don't fall prey, you folks out there. To those who will tell you that annuities have no place in your retirement plan, because generally they do.
1: And by the way, Mark Twain once said, The reports of my death have been greatly exaggerated. So, with that and giving some uh, good credit to Mark Twain for his good ideas, thank you so much for listening. We will be with you next
0: week on the radio. firm offers insurance services. USA Wealth Group Inc. is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management LLC. AE Wealth Management and USA Wealth Group Inc. are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. USA Wealth Group Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by USA Wealth Group Inc. USA Wealth Group Inc. has a strategic partnership with tax professionals and attorneys who can provide legal advice. Lance Law Inc. is not affiliated with USA Wealth Group Inc. or AE Wealth Management. This radio show is a paid placement.